My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today, it's the end of the year! And that means end of the year awards! We are not an official award-giving body, <laughs> as it were. Um, we still enjoy giving out our own personalized awards for things that we just really enjoyed this year with several categories for your enjoyment as well as our own all right so for the first category certified soju shots what does this mean most alcoholic no it's the ones that were just too bingeable that you couldn't just sit down and watch one episode at a time there were three that really stood out for us this year as dramas that we could really just hammer our way through that was uh miss ma nemesis top management and the Chinese remake of Meteor Garden. I The only one that I've watched is Meteor Garden. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that one I started, it was well over halfway done when I started it. And then I just like inhaled everything up until there was nothing left. And I had to wait, which sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I don't know what it was about that because like argumentative, like it's not a good drum but it's I mean I guess it's like everybody it for people who maybe don't know Meteor Garden is the well the original one is the Taiwanese version of um Boys Over Flowers and this was a Chinese version of the Taiwanese version of the story and um based on the Japanese version yeah it's remade into a Korean version version. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a lot of versions version probably pretty sure there is um, and it's just weird to me that that was so bingeable for me when like I could not even make myself watch more than like two three episodes of boys over flowers <laughs> and I was so not into it but this I just right through like I was right into it once I had to wait I it's one of those ones where I think it goes better when you're binging it because once I had to wait, then I had time to like analyze how yeah. like this is really <laughs> not that good. How dumb it was. <laughs> but um, I still loved. It. I mean, I still really enjoyed it. And like, as soon as the episodes were on Netflix, I was watching them. Like, I was same. right on top of it. It's funny because so. I like hate watched all the versions of Meteor Garden, and this was the only one that I didn't hate watch. Was it stupid? Yes, it was. It was incredibly stupid. <laughs> but it was also kind of fun. I think it was the power of the pineapple hair. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> that pineapple hair. It's so just... bad, but so good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Miss Ma Nemesis, but I did watch Top Management in a single day. I specifically got the month of YouTube premium specifically just to watch Top Management. And it was a an incredible day I spent. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's going kind of funny because on on the Twitter, everyone was talking about how dumb it was. But I thought it was actually pretty enjoyable. I loved I it, know. too. Yeah, I, I watched it. it. I yeah. haven't watched it, and I really, I keep meaning to, but so it's maybe like, I'm going to have to be too bad. Or like premium it's, or whatever. It's just it's like, like comedy. Yeah, it's adorable. So people would like asking me about it. And that's it, people can ask me all they want. I love it, mm. but I'm cool with light web series humor. 
Yeah. If, if you can't get down with light web series humor, probably don't watch a light web series. Like you're, go, go, you're gonna have a bad time. With <laughs> yeah. Go check out an actual like drama, and you'll probably have a better run. So it's like mm-hmm. appreciate it for what it is. I loved it, but yeah, I think be, like I was going into it expecting like a completely different thing, and I think it's a lot better even than when I would have actually like imagined that show. And I watched it in like two days and it was perfect. It's super easy to watch too. Cause the episodes are really short and it's just like fun. And just, you just like kind of feel happy after watching it. And you're like, yeah, oh, kids are adorable. I want to watch like, more I, about their little group. I wish they were a real band. I know. The soul TV, like it's just a little like variety. Like oh, it's a little uh, Ozen TV on the live of them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I also uh, was the only one to watch Miss Mon Nemesis and that's why I picked it. And it's was, the show was really good and it was bingeable and not like kind of the normal bingeable for me where you know, you just have to watch more and you want to watch more. It's kind of bingeable in that, like, when you're flipping through the channels on a Saturday and you stumble upon, like, Murder, She Wrote or even, like, a show that you've seen, like, a thousand times and then four hours later you're like, how am I here and why am I still watching this? Miss Maul was like that. It had some really great plot and I really enjoyed the series on whole, but it was just, like, you just kept on pressing play and it was, like, super bingeable because I was like, okay, I could do another half hour of this. Those are the best kind of shows. And suddenly you realize, like, nine hours has passed. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so those are, they're all pretty bingeable. They're all pretty fun. Uh, but which one is the most bingeable? Uh, the coveted winner of the certified trophy for most bingeable. Top management. I, top management. I yeah, top management. <laughs> it's, Fair enough. I, like Meteor Garden is pretty bingeable, but it's a pretty big time commitment. It is. That's Whereas true. top top management is not a very big time commitment. No, like, they're short, short episodes. Yeah. And you can in, a, in and out in a day, it. in it to win it, done. Beautiful. Yeah. So the next word is uh, certified tea. The chew. I don't know if anybody had any others that were up for this, but um. The two that we had listed as nominees were the YG Future Strategy Office, which was just piles and piles of tea. Oh, they, about, they spilled that tea. They spilled that yeah. tea. Like, <laughs> Gallons of it. Hey, do just, we have drug scandals? Yes, we do. Do we have sex scandals? Yes, we do. Like, let's talk about all the scandals. Let's talk about all the politics that go on behind the scenes. Let's, you know. Make fun of our boss like big time all the time. Like it was Everybody in the crazy. basement. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the other one was Miss Hammurabi, which for me I listed because it's not funny the same way, but they talked about gender issues and the issues with inequality and gender issues and you know a lot of gender issues got touched on in that drama and it was a little surprising at times the direction that they took those things another one on that vein could be my idea is gang of beauty as well that's true yes that's true a lot of politics uh societal beauty Mm -hmm. standard tea getting spilled i think to piggyback off of miss hammurabi would probably be lawless lawless lawyer just a little bit Mm -hmm. they didn't touch on it a ton but there was some gender conflict stuff that happened and sh- the main 
female character was pretty good about standing up for herself and kind of bringing to light a little bit of that stuff. Yeah. Also, my house helper did uh, have kind of a bunch of that, especially towards the beginning with the girl and her, her like issues with like people that she worked with within the company and like thinking things of her and like thinking she was one way just because they saw something. Yeah. This year has been a year for tea. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder some of that, like if it's like piggybacked off some of that me too kind of Mm. stuff that's really hit in Korea this year Mm -hmm. and, and has recently, if that, especially with Miss Hammurabi, but if there's just a little bit of a, yeah, we're, you know what, we're going to start talking about this stuff. And then once it's out there, we're going to just keep talking about it until things change. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the way to do it, right? If, uh, mm-hmm. if you want things to change, it's the easiest way is to start just making it popularized. These ideas that people just ignore the in their discussion everyday life. Of it. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, in terms of literal volumes, of <laughs> we're gonna have to go with YGFSO. Yeah, absolutely. I, so yes, that was, and I mean, well, it was it, like when it dropped, it was just oh. like on. You just saw people constantly like, oh, my Lord, I can't believe. Oh, I can't believe they said that. I can't believe this whole episode is about this. And, you know, like what, what, I, what I loved most about it was just how shamelessly Sungri would be like, yep, that's me. Like, I was the <laughs> one who did all this stuff. <laughs> like every episode it was him doing. Just, I think yeah. the one that I always laugh about is when they show up at his house to like show their appreciation for him. And they're like finding like women's underwear everywhere. And he's like, why are you here in my house? And they're like, oh, did you have a friend over? <laughs> like, get out of my house. Everything about that show makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I was dying because I kept watching it because I, I could download the episodes, right, on Netflix. I was watching it when I was working out, like, on the treadmill. And I would be like, okay, we're safe. This is a safe moment. I'll take my swig of water. And then something <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> There's never a swig I'm laughing out like, loud, you, dying you on the treadmill. Not to die, and like you think you're, 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 you're like, about to have like a safe moment, and then they pull out the Big Bang centipede, and you're like, no, <laughs> like, I can't. I look forward to watching it. Oh my goodness, so guy, good. you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're actually gonna oh. die. I have like, to even, set aside a couple days and just laugh my face off. And yeah, like, you even, will. Even my husband, who does not know that much about K-pop except what he learns through me, was. <laughs> laughing hysterically he knows big bang so like he knew enough to like find it hilarious how did so great fired like that is like they had the guy from sexies uh who's actually yeah. yg's brother-in-law playing himself as like a drunken horrible version of himself oh my god if you, oh. ha- if you like k-pop at all and you haven't watched it yet do yourself a favor. <laughs> Watch it because it is so funny. <laughs> and it was worthy of the award, it sounds like. Oh, it oh, was 100%. 100% worthy. I guess the next award category is Certified Cookies and Milk. Uh, best Bromance, Going Together Like Cookies and Milk. So the first drama would be Are You Human 2? And then the second one is 100 Days My Prince. And I just had a thought that I added, like, last minute. Love Knot, 
or mm-hmm. Moonshine and Valentine. It was a C drama, and um, there's sort of a three like three guys who are bros, but like the two in yeah, particular fox fairies that are like super broed in a way that makes super, you wonder, broed. you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't a C drama, if it you know, if it was a Thai drama, <laughs> yeah. No, drama, not only not only were they super broad, they're you're getting the impression that this show is going to lead to the first ever polyamorous relationship in a modern drama between them yeah. and one girl, because like, and it kind of does. Yeah, it's it's very um, <laughs> it's it's an open ended weird ending. Love triangled, but like it's so bromanced out because it's a C drama that yeah. you know whatever. But just these two guys, they're so, um, they're so best friended. And like, even when this girl comes in, it's like they both can't actually actualize their feelings because that would hurt each other. And they can't do that to each other. Like, they just can't. They're the sort of guys that your grandmother would say, oh, they've been roommates for years. They're best friends. (laughs) I mean, it's it's a pretty pretty big on the bromance side i mean the other ones it was just kind of close with characters yeah are you human two had a had a fun bromance because it was like there were two bromances with the one secretary in the middle yeah with technically the the same guy but not the same guy because one was robot guy another one was coma guy i was like but secretary and coma guy everyone kind of that they, they were kept in, making they, jokes about they that. They were in love, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's pretty much what I was <laughs> That's how I read the, read was the, the only person he loved was that secretary. Like, he's yeah, really nice was. to the secretary. Our bromances are actually three ways. That's what we're saying. It's like, they're interesting. Romance. No, like, if Are You Human 2 had been a tie drama, like, they're... The secretary and coma guy would have been boyfriends secretly for years. Like they exactly. were, they were close, <laughs> very close. I picked the Hundred Days Prince one just because I thought that the prince and uh, oh, I don't even remember his name. The other guy, they were just a fun pairing. Yeah, they were just like because they were so completely different, and you had like the prince who was so like rigid even when he didn't know what was going on and didn't remember anything, and then this like oh, just. Oh. One guy that like was completely like, yeah, Yeah. just like a fun loving guy who's just like there to hang out with people. And I just thought they were really cute together because they were like complete opposites and they just worked really well together. Another one you could throw in there would be um, 30 but 17. The like Uh, the three three. three, like younger, the high school kids on the rowing team. Like yeah, just they were super cute. relationship together and how they like connected with each other, connected with the uncle, like but and then e- even the uncle and the nephew in that show. Yeah, yeah, they had a, yeah. yeah, they were so close. But listen, it was a good year for bromance. It, it was. was. It's hard to pick a, a winner. Romance. They're really all is. just so bromancy. No. I'm kind of leaning towards thirty, but seventeen. What do you guys think? I kind of now, am. like that. Yeah, now that we thought in. of it. Now that it wrote in from the side, I'm like, like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have, you you pretty much have two bromance 
structures going on within that show. So I would say that wins the certified cookies and milk. Yes, I agree. Yay! Yay! The next we have is a certified fine wine, the most finely aged Ajashi. Mm-hmm. And so far, because apparently we're just going to keep on adding more as we talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about this. <laughs> We tried really hard, guys. We planned it. We really, we actually like did a lot of planning for this episode. Hours and days. Actually, like probably like started like two months ago. We we did. We like started this. We literally started this episode from the first podcast that we did, and yet we are just throwing it all to the wind as we always do. (laughs) There it goes. But so far we have uh, Jong Hyuk. He's in Walk of Love and Bad Papa. And then also Song Seung Hyun, who uh, was in The Player and a bunch of other things. And then we also have our favorite, Kim <laughs> Okay, I actually added that in there as a joke, but like, for real. Oh, really? Though, for real. <laughs> now, he may not be, this is my, my Kim Won Hey, our, you know. Are you campaigning for him right campaign. now? <laughs> he may not be as fine visually as the other. However, his charisma. Like if these, is off the if we charts. Putting, if we were putting these three in the FMK of these three, he gets the M. Kim Won Hey, you know, you keep him forever. Just caught my eye going down my list of completed song, My Mister. I'm going to have to throw Park Ho San in there. Yeah. That's and his boy. Yeah. Park Ho San. Uh, oh, yeah. That, whoa, and I mean, he's like the adjuciest of them all at 46. <laughs> I could actually call him Opa. (laughs) (laughs) And he has work this year. Mother, my mister, lawless attorney, the ghost detective, the guest, less than evil. He's all over the place this year. He's he's kind of him one hey for (laughs) Yeah, giving him a run for his money. And he just started in like recently. Yeah. Oh, no, he was an actor when he was young. He did some uh, movie roles. Support an unknown movie roles when huh. he was younger but well, does that even count? basically 2014 and up hmm. his, his career so he basically started in his 40s and he ain't bad on the old uh, papers he is not. <laughs> oh i i see who you're talking about now lawyer's lawyer like what was he in there i see it was the prosecutor yeah the no, really attractive the prosecutor <laughs> the i see now one- the only non-corrupt person in the yeah. entire town. So, Pretty much. <laughs> well, this I is mean, a, this is a kind of a dork in my nature, but no. but he he had such a good character, like his his story and his plot and everything that went on with him. Like there was gross. I don't know how we're gonna pick one. Yeah, this is a really <laughs> cool call. They all win. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we make rules. Yeah. <laughs> totally came in like ready to like I was gonna fight for Jang Huck because like I loved him in Walk of Love. No, you know what I loved him in most? My head cannon of Korean diehard. <laughs> but no, they're all amazing. I say they're all winners in our hearts. We'd like to have open too, you know. The uh the next category now this is a this is a pretty special category because there is only one entry and we all agreed on it. <laughs> Certified knit together. 
the best found family. And the winner is da 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 the player! The player wins! Oh, what a good show. What a good found family. I don't so even good. know what else to say about though, it. Though, I'm going to honorable mention something. Oh, okay. 30 okay. but 17. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah they have a good one. However, the, the players, players, players win. <laughs> 30 but 17. Fantastic. However, there's a lot of actual family in yes, there, too. The core, you know, there's a bit of a and, core actual family. And then family. there's even romance. Yeah, and romance, I mean, like, sort of ties a lot of it together. Whereas yes. in the player, ain't none of that. No very romance. found. Yeah, very, very found. Very fake family. family. Personalities are what? so different. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. And just like that one episode where you're kind of like, I think it's about halfway and you're like, yeah, I don't know how these guys really feel about her. And then there's like a phone call and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 like, like uh, and they like all yeah. just like go out there like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody messes with our sister. Yeah. Like, and that, and that's sort of when you're like, yeah, this is our found family. Here we're we all go. smiling like goons right now, by yeah. the way. Just remember. <laughs> the player. If you haven't seen the player yet, go. What, go what are you up. doing with your life? Seriously. <laughs> like, but no judge. But kind of judging you. Judge, yeah, very know, much you judging. Know. Go watch the player. Yeesh. We still like you, but we're judging you. Yeah. Like, as long concerned. as you can handle the intensity level. Because yes. some people might not be able to. That's we're true. concerned yeah. about your lack of player in your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if we want to enrich your life, we mm-hmm. care about you people. The player <laughs> wins. Unanimous. Beautiful. Yeah. The next category... Certified fan fiction, where the headcanons write themselves. Or, alternately, the one that seems like the most bad fan fiction came to life as a little <laughs> bit of a subcategory. I think we all know what we're talking about <laughs> right now. That's right, The Last Empress. <laughs> it one. kind of works best. It's like true. bad fan fiction came to life and it's got like alternative plotlines that are. Writing itself through screenshots. You sure. could cut that sexual tension between Sun <laughs> Rock and Jin Hyuk with a knife. You know what I mean? Like, mm, those gazes. <laughs> that touching. That he's my man. Yes. He would never. He's my man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, buddy. Calm down. Calm down. We believe you. <laughs> uh. And, and more like, you know, what would actually inspire fan fiction. We uh, we have Soji Sub and Kanki Young from Carious Behind Me. There was a little something-something there. You know what I mean? When you're and willing to Eskimo kiss with the other man, That's there's, true. There, there's something up there. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And also, like, he definitely, like, got off from that, right? Like, I'm not crazy. Like, that was that was what that scene... He was happy. <laughs> like, the face, to me. He was happy. Yeah, he was... He very was happy. Very pleased about how that came out. And the other one, of course, our old secretary and coma guy from Are You Human 2. <laughs> secretary and coma guy. I don't remember what his character name was. I'm bad with names. Shin. I, don't, I don't remember the secretary's Shin. name. Robo Yeah. Robo <laughs> More so coma guy. There was some love there. <laughs> yeah, there was like the bromance with the robot, and there was like the 
romance. Not so I can't quit you. Romance. <laughs> with the, with the, all the tension coma. between him and coma. <laughs> the guy. Coma guy. Coma guy. Him and a coma. Coma shin. Coma shin. <laughs> okay. I mean, half the series, he's just sleeping. So, <laughs> and it's still happening. <laughs> And you can still feel the tension between them. <laughs> so, just so once he wakes up, it just gets that much worse. It's like, yeah. You're like, Wait, oh, you're like put those eyes away, gentlemen. <laughs> this is a Korean show. <laughs> Can't have this. Oh, but my. I think uh, in terms of the ultimate winner, probably our random headcanons from The Last Empress. They're such intense characters anyway. Yeah, just, then it just, it leads itself to ridiculousness, which <laughs> if, if you've been listening to some of my choices for the fanfiction <laughs> corner, ridiculousness is truly where it's at in the fanfiction world. So, <laughs> yeah. so the winner! The Last Empress! Yay! So then there's the certified Nuna category because you know nuna's yeah. which i think amanda had a really good nominee going for that one mm-hmm. i have to say i nominated um the fairy miss fairy from mama fairy and the woodcutter because i mean uh she celebrates her 700th birthday in the final episode she's so 700 <laughs> and she's got two 20 something guys like going after getting her she's getting it Get it, get girl. And I mean, and a woman like the female fairy. There's something I I don't yeah. know. Like I don't know if she's just friendly or if she's in love with her. But like, she basically has like three people, three personalities, all in love with her, and she's yeah. over seven hundred years old. So or we could even have every time appears as an elderly woman. And the other half of the time appears as a young hot woman. So like because she's still getting it. It's almost like once you fall in love with her, then you see her as the young hot woman, but you almost yeah. like love her first as like old granny. And then you get to see hot young woman. And then you get you get rewarded <laughs> young hot woman. I was going to say, if you start counting all the separate incarnations, though, since it's not like they have all their memories all the time, there are. All types of people that love her. Yeah, she is she is the ultimate Nuna in the <laughs> like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The award to Mama Fairy because the age gap is so extreme. And um and because she does while well, she acts like a grandma who like is totally out of touch with reality in some ways or the world. Like, she makes the weirdest choices, but they're totally grandma old lady choices, which is hilarious. Um, she goes for what she wants. She knows what she's going for. She's with her goal. She goes for it. When she realizes, nope, this isn't what I want, she goes to something. She's like, like she, this. she goes for what she wants, and she does it. Next, Next category. Certified supernatural drama. There were some, there were some good There were some. Yeah, we have a couple. Yes, we got, we got. Quite a few on this list. I've only seen two of them. So there's Love Knot or Moonshine and Valentine, uh, which is love. Mermaid Sauna, which I may be the only person who watched, but it was a um, Taiwanese drama that killed me. Very short, but super hilarious and uh, quite enjoyable. And Switched, it says J-drama. Yeah, it's a J-drama. Mm-hmm. 
That was like sort of a horror one, wasn't it? I haven't watched it yet. It's a body swamp one. It's a body swamp, yeah. Right. Okay, I remember that. I didn't watch it, but I do remember it. Um, And Feel Good to Die are the ones that we have on the list. AKA Korean Groundhog Day. Witches Love is about a family of witches and a girl who, um, I think the basic premise is if you give your love away to a man who doesn't return it or who like betrays you, then you lose your witch power. And you go crazy and live under the bridge. You'll literally go crazy. Like a troll person. <laughs> Witches who have like lost their power and gone crazy and they're all homeless people. So yeah. basically, like crazy homeless people you see are actually witches who have lost their powers. So <laughs> be kind to these heartbroken witches. She has to actually find her actual true love who can't betray her. Mm-hmm. And hijinks ensue. And it's hilarious and sweet. And it, it's adorable. very, it's a cute little drama. It Only really 12 is. episodes, so it's pretty easy. Love Not or Moonshine and Valentine is a fairy story, fox fairies drama it's a, a a reincarnation love story like they were fell in love as children hundreds of years ago were torn apart through devious evil and now have to find each other again kind of thing and one of them remembers oh. but the other girl doesn't and he's blind but still has superpowers when he's blind but only during the day <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm, really, I'm, really, I'm really selling this drama. He's very hot, though, so if you're into the visuals, this is the drama oh. for you. Yes, this is a good year for Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> really giving yeah. it. Good year for us, yeah. I think. Good year for us. <laughs> a good year for Johnny is a good year for everybody. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then we've got um, Mermaid Sauna, which is another body switch. It's um, a Taiwanese one. Um, three employees of a sauna who drink this weird wine one night and wake up in each other's body. So it's a three-way body switch. One girl, two guys. The one guy is gay. Oh! And the gay guy winds up in the girl's body. The girl oh. winds up in the much younger boy's body, oh, and the hello. younger boy winds up in the older gay man's body. And then like it's it's goofy and silly, but it's also really um it's really it's, good. There are no mermaids though, despite the name of it. I thought there was gonna be like it's gonna be a mermaid body swap, but no, it's not <laughs> the, the sauna misleading switch is a little bit more uh darker it's about a girl who's unpopular and she has a lot of stuff that's going on in her life and she really hates the girl who's really popular she's super popular super friendly just like has everything the great um family so she decides that she's going to do this thing um to create the body switch i won't say how they do it because i don't know if that's a spoiler or not um and so she basically tries to take over her life so that she could live as the popular girl and then force the popular girl into the unpopular girl's life it's really good because it shows each other Mm. what they're dealing with and like kind of shows the people around them like reacting to them differently and mm. it's a really actually really great it's it's sort of short uh drama kind of just showing uh the way you you perceive people and the way that you treat people mm. can also affect how you are and how your life plays out so it's it's a little bit darker but it also kind of has a lot of really great moments and i think uh that with the character 
the the unpopular girl's character the lead actress like the actress that plays her is phenomenal and they could have gone far into a territory of kind of being making fun of her or Mm. because of who she is Mm -hmm. and they didn't and that's why i really actually love that show it's on netflix too so it's easy to find cool and feel good to die is a boss that everyone hates and they him and his female second in command essentially get caught in time loops where he keeps every time someone curses him to die he does and they wake up on the same day so she has to teach him to not suck so that <laughs> that, that is can, a good summary so, like Natalia said it's like Korean Groundhog Day right yeah. where he just he has to learn to be a good person in order to get out of the time loop yeah and, and there I, are more level and there are more levels to it than like mm, one simple time loop yeah, there, yeah there's all yeah, types of stuff going on time loops then there's like an overarching time he randomly doesn't make somebody want him to die so he actually makes it to day two, but now we're in the time loop on day two or day five or day 14. She'll, or she'll do something that she thinks won't have any repercussions because they're going into a time loop, but then they don't go into a time loop. Yeah. Now- <laughs> she has to deal with the consequences. Yeah, of she has to yeah. deal with the consequences of the ridiculous thing she did. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's it's really fun. And some of it's just like, in those first couple episodes, it's just like, here's 50 different ways. We're just going to show you like 50 different ridiculous ways that this guy is going to die because she's going to try and prevent it. And he's still going to die because somebody still cursed him to die. So he has to yeah, die. Yeah, that's like at the beginning, she hasn't quite figured out the mechanic of the time yeah. loop. I need to redo this day. So die. Just die. <laughs> so I can redo this day. Like, it's it's a like hitting the redo button. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to die. It made me think of um, that Tom Cruise movie. I can't remember what the one that, uh, right? Where, like, they're both caught in the time loop or whatever. She knows he's caught in the time loop. And and so he'll, like, he's practicing and he's trying and he breaks his leg. He's like, no, it'll be fine. And she's like, bam, shoots him in the head so that they can start the time. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kind of like that. It has its moments like that. So who wins? <laughs> I don't know. I almost feel like this should have been like three separate categories, like supernatural creatures, um, body switches and time slips or something. You, know what? Yeah. you could all there's just too many. That, different that means they can all get the award because it's our show. <laughs> That's true. true. They can all get the award again. Yay! We like you get an award and you get an award. You get everyone's a winner and the points don't matter. So yeah. <laughs> the next category is certified fluffy. Who was the cutest animal? There are two entries this year. Number one, the foxes from Love Not slash Moonshine Valentine. And two, the Chihuahua from 30 but 17. Um as a Chihuahua aficionado there's two of us on this show yeah you um, can probably fight us on that <laughs> i'm gonna have to go with chihuahua because we'll get beat up later yeah because <laughs> dogs that have ever existed so <laughs> just putting that out there <laughs> i love you guys but i hate chihuahuas i was traumatized as a child my great uncle had one that was nasty and yeah that's what i love about them <laughs> yeah you're so you're like it's not cool. <laughs> like, if they don't like you, they don't like you. 
they will not. Like they're, they're very open with anybody, anybody, but neither did my uncle. So, like, um, uh, yeah, maybe it was your uncle who traumatized you, not the Chihuahua. See, maybe my Chihuahua likes women but hates men, <laughs> like of any species. <laughs> your male. I will give you that thirty but seventeen. That, that dog, dog was horrible, and oh, it serves purpose in oh, the drama. Like yes. it wasn't just like a comedic. Like there was purpose to the do- yes. the dog. It no. had sort. It was I mean, a bridge. Fox, yeah. Not totally too, but they're also not foxes most mm. of the time. It's That's like true. a we're fox fairies kind of thing. And it's not until the end that they all basically, you know, that a bunch of them actually appear in fox form and you're like oh hey fox is cool but I, then and I they are super gotta give it to right? old pang old pang yeah, old adorable pang pang what was his name Del- i don't know i don't remember because he yeah. had like two different names because they didn't know that his name was pang yeah he's adorable so, so cute so and funny. a good actor yes good <laughs> good dog actor Quality dog actor. Quality dog acting going Quality. on. <laughs> we actually have a ton of awards left, but I, I I don't know, guys. We've been going for an hour now, so. <laughs> <laughs> so the certified best food PPL is it Subway in Ghost Detective or is it Subway in Memories of Alhambra? These are two choices, people. Coffee. It's coffee in Mama Fairy. Or is it Quiznos in Darius? <laughs> they, yeah, they sure made Quiznos look hella delicious, but also made me feel like I was cheating on Subway, despite the fact that I eat at none of these places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I do. I have to go with the coffee from... Yeah, they I, that coffee looks pretty good. I don't even like coffee, and they made that and coffee. just a product placement. It was a character, like, at the Every coffee Every episode. They're but, talking creation of coffee and how coffee is important and and they actually had like a little in the final couple episodes they had like a little here's some thing about like the guy from ethiopia who actually invented coffee and you're like okay okay but but counterpoint yeah daniel eating that sub with as much gusto as you could possibly imagine kim won hey like the like crying over the side like (laughs) If Kim Won Hay is crying, I don't know. He might have to get an award. <laughs> it's, it's just I, the way that they placed it in. You're like, oh, this is actually really sad and really great all at once. Or does the award go to that C drama that I'm totally not watching and I can't remember the name of right now that managed to? It's a historical C drama and they did Pizza Hut product things. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. And yeah, it's like they stop over in a tavern and they're eating like pizza and wings. <laughs> okay. and, like, and I can't even remember the name of that drama right now because I'm not watching it. But like I have friends who are watching it. They're like, what? What am I watching right now? Is that is that pizza that they're eating? Are they are they eating pizza and wings? <laughs> yes, they are. They're having chimac and pizza in their history. Pigs and they're oh gosh come on so I, I feel like Pizza Hut has to get it because they went for the gusto like that's that's so once again, there's no shame in that like they they 
they Listen, went there. They, need, they, needed, they needed to pay to make this drama somehow. <laughs> Historical dramas are both expensive and hard to fit product placement into. So <laughs> you do you, show. Uh, I think once again, they're all winners. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> now, for the certified PPL of the year, there was only one. There was it was, one that was unanimous. Clear yeah. winner. And that would be the Dyson Stick Vacuum. No matter how poor you are, you can afford a $600 vacuum, my friends. I do think the runner-up was a Samsung Galaxy Mm. whatever, where you have the little button to take a picture. Mm -hmm. Because you make that adorable in almost any show. And I mean, we did, we kind of skipped over the the flashback, the younger version actor. But I think that obviously goes to Nam Durham. Because everything. He's literally the younger version of anyone you've ever met. <laughs> like, and it doesn't matter how different these actors all look. Now apparently looks exactly like them. And he does great in it too. Like yeah, he's like a legitimately good actor. With yeah. a tie, a solid tie. I don't think we could pick a winner from this. For the certified side couple, oh. super extra couple in Secretary Kim, or the security couple from Where Stars Land. Mwah. Perfection, the lot of them, beautiful. The only thing that was giving me fear of missing out on Where Stars Land after I dropped it was the security couple. They were the pretty security cute. couple is what yeah. kept me going. Yes, sometimes. adorable. Yeah. Just the cutest. And that super extra couple, like, they were just so extra. Oh, my God. So extra. <laughs> and he was fantastic. He like, was when so he's cute. singing at the karaoke or whatever, he yeah. just starts he so singing cute. at the pizza place. And you're like, yeah. where is that voice coming from? What? Yeah. He's a delight. He's a delight. And, and she then is, she's in, she's the friend in Twelve Nights, too, isn't she? I think so. She's the best friend, I she, think. She shows up a lot, yeah. sort of, in, like, as the best friend. And she's got that sort of character actress thing going on this year, for sure. And they were adorable. And, and our final category for certified second lead, it was unanimous. Kim Kim from Mama Fairy. Oh, yay! Yay! I don't know who he is. <laughs> but is he the oh, second lead? We don't know. We're not going to give anything away. If you Will this be the general first- arc of that show? He is the second lead. Like, yeah, yeah. even the way they marketed it, He's, they set him in that role. You know what? His character is very much a second lead type character, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not. There's not really any growth. There's mm-hmm. not really any change. He is who he, has he no is. Pause. Start to finish. He's just sweet and adorable all the way through. He's kind and he's a good friend and he is willing to sacrifice himself for the people he loves. And he's like, he, but he stays that way the whole time. There's no growth. The guy yeah. who's the lead has growth. He has yep. change. He has a story that's getting told. Still sucks so. though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Still> <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I honestly think that. you could watch the beginning of that show and then the end of that show and you'd be good. Yeah. You'd even get all the themes. Yeah. You'd, you'd figure out what happened by context. But Kim Kim still wins. Kim Kim still wins because he's adorable and he's lovely. He's a little sweet so. potato, just like that crazy psychologist lady said. Mm-hmm. Little sweet potato. <laughs> all right. So for our final 
portion. We're done giving awards. Congratulations to all the winners. Yay. 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 You win nothing. Nothing. <laughs> love. But love from us. Our free promo. Our free promotion <laughs> for you, for the world. So now for our next segment. It's the new year. Everyone makes these New Year's resolutions sometimes. Mostly don't follow. But this year we've decided to try to follow, make and follow some drama resolutions for ourselves. And let us begin with Amanda. So I, my resolution drama-wise is I want to try for more balance. So um, I want to not be so K-drama heavy. I Especially with uh, Vicky having the new contract for J-dramas. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that there will be more content available that way. I'd like to watch more J dramas, more C dramas, more T dramas, more Thai. Although I'm I'm already pretty Thai heavy. Like I think mm-hmm. I go um, Korean's probably 50% of my content right now, and then probably 25% Thai, and then the other 25% J and C and Taiwanese like they kind of um so I just would like to find a little bit more balance because I found this year there's a lot of C dramas and um and J dramas and stuff that I wish I was watching and I'm not so yeah I mean on the flip side I just paid for the like the plus pass on Vicky so now I have access to even more K dramas on a regular basis (laughs) who knows how that's gonna pan out for me but that's what I'd like to try for. But they've been adding a lot of Taiwanese dramas and C dramas, so on that side, it'll yeah. work out. All right. Now, Jesse, what's yours? Uh, mine is a little bit different. I'm going to try to pick up some uh, shows that I've heard from people that they do not like the ending and watch them just to see if my take on the show is going to be what everybody else is, because I have some theories on some shows that I'm going to be trying to watch that I actually might enjoy it. So it's kind of one of those uh, resolutions like a lot of people do in like books where they pick the lowest rated books to see if some of them are just rated just because people don't like the subject matter. So Mm. I think it's like a nice kind of forcing me to watch something that I normally wouldn't pick up and just see, maybe I'll find some shows that I actually really love. Yeah. Interesting. But I you're like going to limit your amount of that. Yeah. Just because I, you know, I watch too many dramas already. So like adding like these older dramas <laughs> to you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, and then if you hated them all, it's like, oh, this is Oh, I just took all that time. <laughs> so within, within, within reason, within, within reason. reason. So mine is one that would be surprising to those who know me is to stop watching dramas if I'm not enjoying them. What? I I know, I know. Now, this doesn't have an opt-in because I have a huge tolerance for pure nonsense, (laughs) as we all know. But sometimes I find myself watching something and just hate watching it. Give it up. Let it go. Put that on the not interested list. How are you going to come up with your threshold for that if you're not used to having a threshold? I think it'll just be like, my vibing like I'll just sort of feel feel it in my soul god I sound like a hippie (laughs) if you're not enjoying it right like there's nonsense and like last emperor like you can enjoy nonsense for the nonsense sake but if you're not enjoying it then don't do it exactly like it's not your job you're not getting paid I wish (laughs) 
I would be perfect at this. If listen, people listening, if there is a job out there where you just want me to watch stuff, I am really talented at watching stuff. So <laughs> writing up a blog about it or yeah, I, I, I can write I can reviews. Just watch. All good. Yeah. <laughs> but that is my resolution, Sky. Cool. I think my resolution will be um probably trying to expand my genres a little bit. I mean, I'm still I'm still doing a lot of backlog trying to hit a lot of people's favorites and stuff. I mean, I'm I'm still playing catch up, I feel like. But um, I've been finding that sometimes when I do enter a genre that I think I might not be able to handle or that I might not enjoy, it actually becomes like my favorite show sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I know that when I started entering watching dramas, I mean, rom-coms, I'm always going to watch them. But mm-hmm. it's funny how they don't necessarily typically end up being my favorite show in the Mm. end so I have to realize that and make myself willing to watch melodramas make myself willing to watch non-rom-coms more knowing that that might actually maybe be my wheelhouse more than I thought it was so Mm, nice it'll be hard to measure but we'll just have to yeah it's like the opposite of mine it's forcing yourself (laughs) To well, watch something. I mean, I've I've been watching so much at the same time, so it's mm-hmm. definitely not volume wise, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm watching 15 bazillion rom coms and nothing else, but I like yeah. it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'll be exactly. interesting how I figure out truly how to do that. I'm not really sure. It'll well, maybe difficult. it'll be like with us pushing. You know what I mean? Like maybe we'll, you know recommend things we'll have themes or we'll have things like with white christmas right you were like this is not my thing and then you're like i really like it like right you know like an example of as long as i'm guaranteed some level of investment into it mm -hmm. if if someone says it's worthwhile i'm probably gonna like it and so i used to think i couldn't handle something like white christmas and the reality is i can so i need to be able to try that more and then, yeah, maybe even go back through some of you guys' favorites or things that other people mention and give give it a shot, even though it's like, I don't know. But like, let's be real. I love the player and I'm not sure it was a little bit intense at the beginning and mm-hmm. I didn't know if I could push through that. But in the end, yeah. So I need to be willing to try things. There you go. So then there's wish lists. What do we want to see in the coming year? Mm-hmm. Better gender relations. Please. Always. <laughs> Always. That's always at the top. Every of the year. Every year. That's all that's all we want for Christmas. Is... Uh, at least we're getting some of that. That's it's getting better and better. Yeah. And it, I mean, I think that's why some things like for me, Devilish Joy, like I couldn't keep watching it because mm-hmm. it was such a throwback. And I Yeah. And it didn't start that way. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like the first episode, you're like, Oh, this is gonna be good. And I and I kind of killed it for myself, really. I went into it expecting it to be, I had in my mind that it was going to be 50 first dates, right? Mm. So that it was going to be like 16 episodes of him trying different ways to make her remember that she loved him or her trying to make him remember that she, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was not that. That show. (laughs) (laughs) And when I realized it was not that show, I was like, "Ah, I can't do this. This is too... Too much misogyny for me. Thank yeah. you very much. So, yeah. but I think in general, like we've, we've also been blessed with things like 30, but 17. 
Yeah, very good. Um, even something like My Mister, where people went into it very hesitantly because they mm. were that it was going to be a huge age gap, like having a fair romance thing. And, and it, it totally was wasn't. not it was just a here are two people of the opposite gender who can become friends and make each other's lives better. Mm-hmm. We no need more sense. of that. We need more and, of that. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And player gave us that, you know, mm-hmm. where yeah. these men were not in any way trying predatory. to like, no yeah. one was being creeptastic towards her. You know, yeah. at one point they kind of like, they make a choice for her, right? Like, and you're kind of like, come on, guys. Like, she's a big girl. You could let her make her own choices. Yeah. And then she does, you know? Like, she comes back with, and yeah, now no. I'm making my own choices, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay. Like, there was, and she was strong throughout. Like, she was a strong character who could kick butt, but could also, you know, had he, feelings and emotions. Yeah. It wasn't. She was a well-balanced character, I feel like. So well-balanced female characters. That's what we want. And even second lead females that are not crazy or you don't. Yeah. Like yes, people with motivations more than just getting the dude would be yes, fantastic. (laughs) Because like, Uh, let's be honest, men ain't that great. Like, what are, why are they all fighting over these people? Like, especially if he's it? a jerk. Like, why is anybody fighting over him? Exactly. Yeah. Like, ladies, <laughs> ladies, what is you doing? <laughs> I think the thing that I didn't know I needed until Last Emperor started was I need Shin Sun Rock as a seed. Yes. Needed. Yeah. I need him to just be happy and in love and cute. Because, like, they teased us with it with Trot Lovers, but it's good. It's so good. Like, and I hated him in that, whatever, the alien one, My Love from a Star. Yeah. Hated him. I was just like, he's smarmy and he's gross. Like, it didn't even feel like he was, like, a good villain. Like, he was just like, what? I didn't like him at all. But in this, I'm just like, this is a problem for me. Because, like, I don't care. You know, he, like... (laughs) <laughs> what like the first he hit somebody with his truck and I'm like he probably has been making you question everything you believed about yourself as a person I have a friend on Twitter who's the same like she's totally the same she's like I love him and it's horrible, and I still love him. And I need you to start watching this again so that somebody else can, like, horribly love him with me. <laughs> You're like, I can't do it. <laughs> but, so, as a rom-com lead with possible musical numbers, too. Oh, like, yes, oh. a K-drama musical, please give it to us. Please, 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 please. We want it. The people have spoken. That's what we want. When do we Thanks. want it now? Something the other day that got mentioned uh, between us was, so I was saying that I want to see Kim Won Hay like a documentary about how he teleports everywhere and is in every single last yes. show. Yes. But what I really want is him being the Korean version of Mr. Rogers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sweater showing us all of his entertainment buddies. And then yes. being like, love yourself, love your neighbor. Just like I love you. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I Changing need. Changing his shoes and putting on his different cardigan and <laughs> yes. Just office to talk to his buddy that's like some famous actor in reality yeah. but is like playing like Mr. Kim. <laughs> yes. Korea, please give this oh, to oh, us. Please. We would like it, please. Thank yeah. you. Please mm-hmm. and thank you. And then of course Jisoo getting the girl would be a, a big plus if we now, could get see, that in here. I kinda like him not getting the girl. <gasps> I I know, I know, I know, but I kind of love his pain. I know, I'm a bad person. (laughs) Gotta sell those water bottles. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Pure selfishness on my part. I want Rubin back. I want Um, him to be healthy. And it, like even if it's some variety shows or something, yeah, I as long want as he's to healthy and can healthy. do it, I want to see him back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I just want to see him how healthy and happy and good because mm-hmm. I miss him. I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, eyebrows. <laughs> and I mean, like seriously, while Top is in the army, like all my eyebrows are missing, and it's a really big problem for me. <laughs> All of your eyebrows are missing. <laughs> I think that might be a go-to tagline for you. <laughs> are missing. Sounds sounds about right. I would really love uh some more J dramas and on legal sites, and I'm hoping that Vicky will pull through for us and give yes. us that. Delivered onto us. Netflix is kind of slowly creeping because that uh one show that you were talking about the, with the teacher. It just came on Netflix and yeah. that ended like a month ago. So I have Ooh. hope that Netflix might also be kind of creeping in to give us more J dramas. Yeah. And that's what I really want. Across the board, right? Like yeah. everything I'm watching, like a Turkish one now. And like, you know, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not crazy. Like it's, it's just crazy how much more open mm. Netflix seems to be over yes. this last year. To, oh, like you're in a different country and you might actually want to see content from another country. What? Okay, I guess we what, could let them. What kind of crazy talk is this? Yeah, so between Netflix and Vicky, hopefully we get a lot more. Maybe yeah. Japan is loosening their reins a little I'm bit. I'm hoping. Allowing some more out because there's so many. Like that Miss Sherlock one, and it was on Hulu, but like I can't get Hulu here. So, mm. and I really wanted to watch that one. So hopefully, hopefully more of the ones that we want to see show up. And Thai dramas, try Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is Netflix hooking us up. Picking up a lot. It's hooking mm. us up with the Thai drama life. Yeah. Thank you, Netflix. We appreciate <laughs> Netflix. We appreciate it. So I'm gonna give a little teaser about okay. the coming year. Yeah. So we might be doing some musicy things. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Maybe. Woo-hoo-hoo. Probably. Because we like music, we just don't talk about it but we do like it we're very very into music in this group guy is not the only person who likes music yeah (laughs) it was more like i couldn't come up with my little separate thing so that's i was the go-to let's just halfway mention music person so like do a little teaser (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so we're gonna be maybe for sure doing something like that so look forward to that everyone Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. more content. And as the final part of our 2018 casting year, we will now 
reveal to you what our favorite dramas of the year were, starting with Amanda. Okay, so, I mean, there was a lot of good ones. There was a lot of mad ones, too. But I have to say, overall, um, it has to be my Mr. or my Ajushi. Like, it just, it was stunning. It was beautiful. The music was beautiful. The visuals were beautiful. The story was beautiful. I cried and I cried and it was cathartic, like super Mm. cathartic. And it's very, very much, I mean, you start, it's a drama that absolutely needs that four episode test. You start it and you're like, this is depressing and it's all dark and it's all bad and there is nothing good here. Why would I keep watching this? And by the time you've reached the end of episode four, you can see that little light at the end of the tunnel and you're like, I think we're headed there. We're headed towards that light. And sure enough, throughout that drama, it stays dark and it stays deep and intense. But that light at the end of the tunnel gets bigger and brighter Mm -hmm. consistently as you go and you see it coming. And when it comes, that's when the crying comes because you're like, I'm here and I have all this pent up emotion and I just need to let it all out. Because emotion. It was so intense and it was so well done. And um, I, yeah, the, the characters were great. The actors were great. The music is great. They like they just across the board. Hit solid show. Every solid, excellent note. It it's I think for the year, it's the only soundtrack that I bought the complete soundtrack. I didn't just cherry pick OSTs off of it. I bought the whole soundtrack because I needed all of it. I needed I needed to hear everything all the time again. And I have finally, I I didn't buy it until like months later because it was like finally at a point where I could listen to the music without crying. Still some of the songs, like I'm like, oh, there we go. But that's a song. But, um, But also some of the songs are hilarious. And it's like, even just the instrumentals, you hear like a certain instrumental and you're like, that must be a theme song for those brothers, because that sounds like those brothers. <laughs> Everything worked together and all the puzzle pieces fit together. And it was absolutely excellent, excellent, excellent. And if you're again, not really, I mean, there's sort of side romances and stuff, but the main characters don't have a romance with each other. So mm-hmm. I know that put off a lot of people. From watching it because they were very concerned about what's her name IU mm-hmm. uh, and and this older actor who's the actor from Pasta I think and from, and, Coffee, and from Coffee Prince is mm-hmm. he okay. yeah he's and, in a lot of stuff he's fantastic he was fantastic he's a really good actor and, yeah he is yeah so I know a lot of people that age gap where he could literally be her dad kind of put them off um, but worry not. Worry not, because he acts like he's her dad, and it's fine. And not like a creepy dad, just a dad. Not, not, no, not a daddy. A dad. Not a daddy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, there's so many side stories and so many side, like, just avenues that things take. And, again, intensity and anxiety at times where you're like, ooh, how are they going to work this out? If you haven't watched it, I recommend it. Jesse. All right. So mine, you already actually mentioned it, it's Come and Hug Me, which is also very anxiety-inducing and very stressful just because of the nature of the show, because it follows the serial killer and kind of his effect on his family. But the show is 
outstanding in its writing and the way that they develop the characters. I can't really say a lot because there's a lot of spoiler involved and, but it just, it has some really great highs and lows and Mm -hmm. you don't know where the story is going to be taken, but it's in a very kind of natural and not forced direction, even with these kind of like big uh, storylines with the dad being a serial killer and it could get really like heavy and really forced, but it doesn't do that. And all of the characters, even the smallest of characters, the actors are outstanding in the role. And there's a lot of thought and direction in everything. And it just made the show even perfect, like more perfect, just because you could tell that the the actors were like putting their all into it. It Mm. also has probably one of the best K-drama moms ever. She's fantastic. And that role is just a really great role of like, a person just true compassion and true love because some of the kids are not actually her kids. They're just the um, serial killer dad's kids from another (laughs) marriage, but the compassion she has for these kids and what she does is just breathtaking. The whole thing's like beautifully done. The cinematography is really great. It's just outstanding. And I'm so glad that the leads that are in it, gotten in it because they weren't the first choice and I don't think that show would have been great uh with the people that they were going to cast in it I'm not going to say who (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think it just it it needed to be those two actors and they really did carry the show really well and both of them are kind of newer uh actors so yeah come and hug me my favorite of the year well on a completely different tack because that's that's what i'm here for uh (laughs) my favorite show of the year would have to be uh welcome to waikiki um the cast was amazing um it was probably one of the funniest k-dramas i've ever ever literally ever seen like it was so funny so funny um and it's it's funny in a way that you can tell that it was a sort of a, a well thought out funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it doesn't it does of course rely on the old K drama staples of uh, you know pratfalls and bathroom humor, but it also <laughs> has you know there there's a lot going on. Like there's a yes. lot of really it's very sitcom. Yes, it's definitely like, a sitcom, which you don't see a lot of in sort mm-hmm. of mainstream K dramas. Also, it has the cutest baby on the face of the planet. That baby is adorable. Oh, that baby. <laughs> and, and it has a very satisfying, like, ending, I want to say. Like, all the, all the ends get tied up in ways that make you happy. Yeah. Makes it sense. all works. It all works. And it's there all. There was nothing rage-inducing. No. And it's all a delight. Mm-hmm. It's just. Fills you with happiness from beginning to end, and it yeah. is just wonderful. So I know some people were put off a bit, like people who couldn't ha- can't handle like embarrassment humor kind of thing and, yeah. and stuff like that. But I hate embarrassment humor, and I still love that show. So the, the embarrassment humor wasn't super cringe-inducing. No. It was more and it wasn't like mean. Like it wasn't mean-spirited. No, you know no, no, I mean? no. Like sometimes it's. It's like we're making fun of this person, and it didn't feel like that. 
No, it was, it's yeah. very, I don't even know what the word is, but it's positive humor, even when they're making fun of someone. Like, it, it all ends positively, and it's just, there's, there's no real depressing arc. Like, it seems like there's going to be a depressing arc, but then something ridiculous will happen, and it'll pull yeah. it out to just being hilarious. So, if you want to <laughs> feel very good. very much, I, I think, a cross between, like, uh, what was that? I mean, we all thought it was going to be um, three men and a baby, because that's yeah. kind of the premise oh, yeah. that they put out in the beginning. And sort of, like, the first maybe two episodes are three men and a baby. But then, no. Then it becomes friends. So it's like three yeah. men and a baby morphs into friends. And it's, it's basically friends if so they all funny. lived in the same apartment. And it's a uh, good <laughs> choice. Oh, it's it's so good. Um, now, so unfortunately, <laughs> this is another drama fever. Uh, <laughs> uh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Orphan. Um, however, as we uh, tentatively said before it is possible to locate it uh, at various ports of call we uh, of course do not officially condone any such behavior but uh, unofficially it can be found officially we do say to campaign to the legal sites to yes second season coming so presumably whoever winds up picking up the second season um, and it was popular enough that you imagine that Vicky would try for that. Mm-hmm. So I would see if they pick up the second season that they would try for to get, get the first actively get the first one as well. So I think some of those drama fevers that we're not seeing show up yet are not showing up because technically the licensing is still owned by yes, the network, right? Yeah, I so think so. When those licensings run out, we might see them show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Else, hopefully, fingers crossed. And you can see Come and Hug Me now. It's on Biggie. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 So, Sky. Wow, you guys all picked one. I thought we discussed about picking two. No, Every, well, everyone you can pick two. Everyone we're, failed. We're, I can give you a second one. I can give you a second one, too. <laughs> well, 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 if, yeah. if, if necessary, uh, Feel Good to Die is my second choice okay well, well i will talk this is my second choice so oh. there you go it's not <laughs> even done and i like I'm it thinking, i've got a bunch that i could i could go with for a second choice i don't know there's a lot of good stuff this year mm-hmm. i don't know i just read a thing where they were like it was a horrible year drama was oh you know what my second choice would be wake up ladies Thai yeah drama. so good. good it's like sex so in the city good. but Thai sex in the city and the main, main character is actually, like, the gay bestie who holds the four crazy girls together. It's and so good. So good. And, I mean, it's funny, too. Like, it's got, like, it's funny bits. It's very funny. It's also very poignant and has great stories going on and just adorable. I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. You can watch it on YouTube. On YouTube. Legally. On YouTube. Legally. Like, GMM TV channel, Wake Up. It's called like it's Wake it's Up Wake Up Ladies on my drama list, but it's just Wake Up or Wake Up Chinese. So I think my top one is Player or Hustle mm. or whatever it's called. Player. Uh, and we we've already talked about that a fair amount, but <laughs> it was just a lot of fun. It, it was just darn fun. Yeah. And I love that soundtrack. 
I hope mm-hmm. there'll be a second season. I don't necessarily think they built up for a second season, but no. they gave the option. Yeah, it's definitely played like yeah. it's gonna. It but it's could not seamlessly go into a second season or anything. Mm-hmm. But so we're all we're all campaigning for a second. Season. Yeah. A true sure. second season, though, not like, uh, yeah, and they all all the same the people in episode. it. Like Kim Wan Hay gets a new team. Like no, no. Or no. if you, you need to... if you have everybody and not Kim Wan Hay, I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> get 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 out of here with that garbage. <laughs> we don't need that in our lives. With it, that he of all the main characters, he's the one that I can can comfortably replace but not I don't want to no I don't want to like I need the family that's that family family to show up again that's what I'm looking for yeah good choice but also feel good to die I think it's Mm -hmm. not quite done we have one more day I'm waiting on the end but I think Feel Good to Die for me, it's going to upend my absolute top favorite stuff. So mm-hmm. if it finishes like I hope it will, it'll probably be my new soulmate show. So it'll it'll even topple the player a little bit. But it has to end in order for me to really say that. I, I, I don't think they can mess it up too bad. Even if it's something that I'm like, eh, I don't prefer that. It'd be really hard for them to mess it up royally. At this they, point. They've, uh, they've made don't... really good decisions so far. Don't curse it. No, I'm just saying they seem pretty smart with a lot of the ways they've chosen things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, by the point that people are actually listening to this, they're either all going good. Yeah. Me. So you guys can judge me as harshly. Like <laughs> 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 so, yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah. You're listening to this and going, yeah, we heard it ended well and not the other thing. I might be yeah. kicking myself later for saying all that, but I hope that it will be my new favorite show. All right. So this has been another episode. Last episode of 2018, our year-end extravaganza fiesta. So we, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and all of us on Twitter as a whole unit, but at Certified Unis, Nunas. Woo! at Certified Nunas, or we're also all individually on Twitter, and we love hearing from you, so please be in touch. We're on Instagram. We're sort of on Facebook, but not really. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch <laughs> that. And uh, we love hearing from you, and we hope you have a wonderful end of year and a great New Year's Eve. Bye! Bye. Bye. Happy New Year! Bye. Yeah.